Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Saturday, February 25th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and our Saturday guest, Kevin Beach, with us. That's actually Kevin Beach in the intro video, by the way. That He's the goalie in that. I'm kidding, of course. Of course it's not. But, uh, uh, welcome to the Saturday. Yeah, that's uh, good stuff. But uh, yeah, we're ready for the Saturday card. Uh, breaking it down, 11 games on tap. No recap today. It's a huge card. We're going to swing right into the uh, Saturday card. Uh, apologies for being uh, late here. We had a, the, sh- the last show went late. I had a couple things to tie, but we're ready to go. And we will start with uh, Edmonton and Columbus. This game is getting underway in about 10, 15 minutes from now, 1230 PM Eastern. We've got Edmonton minus 250 uh, road favorites, seven uh, being the uh, total uh, here in this game. This is one of those games that's really tough. I mean, it's obviously hard to find value on the Edmonton side. I mean, you're talking about a minus 250 road favorite for a Western base team playing an early start game uh, at 12:30 p.m. Eastern. Remember Edmonton was in this spot against Montreal and they lost and they didn't play well at all. So, you know, that does concern me a little bit about this matchup here against Columbus, who's been a pretty feisty team. I know they got shut out by uh, Minnesota uh, in their last game, but you know, they were competitive in that game. Uh, only lost two nothing. They got shut out by flurry, but you know, they have played better. Corpus Salo, of course, and Nets been better for them lately. So it's one of those games where I think Edmonton is should win. And I think Edmonton might be focused just because of the fact they actually lost at, to Columbus at home earlier this year in overtime. So maybe that has them still, you know, on the beam, not getting too ahead of themselves after an easy dominant blowout win against Pittsburgh in their last game. It is worth noting Evander Kane, Clem Costin are still out for the uh, Edmonton Oilers, and Jack Campbell will be in net this afternoon for the Jackets. Gavrikov continues to remain out as they hold him out prior to the uh, deadline. I'm off the side. I'm off the total. I might look at an over in game at six and a half or better, but I do have some props in this game. McDavid's shots on goal numbers have really been trending up of late. Uh, I am on his shots on goal over four and a half uh, in this uh, early start game. Uh, I'm on Tyson Berry to get a point at minus 116. Dreisaitl to get a goal at even money. I think he scored in five straight games. Hyman assist minus 110. We've talked about Zach Hyman assist repeatedly. He's been getting apples uh, most of the time in recent you know 10 games. Uh, I think Hyman assist is a good look. Uh, and Darnell Nurse is suddenly chipping in some offense from the blue line, getting on the score sheet. He's been trending the last few games, getting on the scoreboard. So to get a point on Darnell Nurse, plus 104, you could even sprinkle assist because he's been setting up goals as well, plus 145. So some good value there on some points and assist props here in this game. Alex, uh, anything here? Early start, Oilers, Jackets. Yeah, this one, we were talking about this, you know, before a, a little bit about how, you know, as dicey it is to have these West Coast teams, you know, still getting uh, these early starts. And so if, if not, not for the players, just for the fans. I mean, it's got to suck to try to wake up at 8, 9, 30 on a Saturday uh, watch your team play. But nevertheless, they still got to, you know, get through the game. And, and, you know, we saw Columbus put it on to Edmonton when, you know, that TNT game was about a month and a half ago. And now, the, you know, Return of the favor, but in an odd scheduling spot. I think this was one you definitely want to wait and watch live. I didn't like this game uh, when the lines opened up early yesterday. 
nothing much has changed. I just would want to try and watch a little bit while we're on the air and maybe see if we can pick, you know, pick up something live. Other than that, it's one I want to pass. All right, Kevin, how about you here? Edmonton, Columbus. Yeah, I kind of agree with both you guys. Uh, I mean, Columbus, they're losing games, but they're keeping games close. So there's not much value on uh, even that puck line for, for Edmonton. And then just a, just a straight up win for Edmonton is not, it's not really much of a value play there with the odds again. Um, I also like that McDavid over 4.5 for, for plus money. Um, six of the last 10, he's hit it, and uh, you give me plus money there. Um, you know, he's scoring goals the last couple, so he's got to be feeling good. But uh, the way he's peppering on net, uh, the plus money, I, I also want to jump on that. The one that's been automatic for me the last few weeks, Boone Jenner over 2.5. Uh, eight of the last 10, he's hit that. And... I actually like having uh, Johnny Goudreau back in the lineup with him, kind of feeding him the puck. Uh, but he's still playing a ton and put the puck on net. So um, going to keep riding that train all day long. And Zach Hyman, his shots line is at 3.5. Uh, only two of the last 10 as he hit over that number. So um, that's one I'm going to play the under on, Zach Hyman, under 3.5. So those are my three uh, props for that game I'm jumping on. All right, and the one thing you'll notice with our guy Kevin Beach here and our Saturday guest here is that he's willing to bet some unders in a world where you know everyone loves overs with totals and props. Uh, Kevin's not scared to go under, uh, and often you'll it's find the NHL. Points. Yeah, that's right. Tough to score points, tough to get shots. So, you know. I like it, and there you go. And often you'll find more value on those under props because everybody likes the over props instead. So, uh, not always a bad option. All right, the first of two games this afternoon on ABC National Television here, New York Rangers, Washington Capitals, uh, Sean McDonough, Ray Ferraro calling the matchup here in D.C. We've got the Rangers minus 145, uh, road favorites, six the total. I like the Rangers here, minus 145. I said after the loss to and now watch Washington win this game today. <laughs> That's sometimes the way it goes. But, no, nevertheless, I think the Rangers now, this is a couple losses in a row now. You know, the Winnipeg loss where Hellebuck stole the game. The Detroit loss, where I thought it was not a great spot for the Red Wings, but they still got the job done against the Rangers. Two losses in a row. You don't want the skid to keep going. You want to nip it in the bud. So I think there's focus here on the Rangers to get back for, for them in this game to get back on track. And that Capitals team, I mean, to me, that looked like a team where they realize, hey, management thinks we're not going to, even if we make the playoffs, we're not good enough to do anything. That's why we traded Dmitry Orlov and a Garnet Hathaway to Boston. So that doesn't send a good vibe to the dressing room. Uh, to me, this is definitely a situation where I think the Rangers could get the win. Uh, the price isn't great, but I laid a buck 40, 45 here uh, in this game with the uh, New York Rangers. Uh, just a straight money line, no regulation, nothing like that. Just get the win. And I think the Rangers can at minus uh, 145 here in this game. Looks like the goaltending matchup, by the way, for this one will be Shesterkin and Kemper. Uh, those goalies are confirmed for both teams. Uh, so, again, Rangers for me to uh, get the road win. Uh, Alex, Rangers, Capitals. Yeah, this is one I'm staying away from. I took a shot with the Rangers in that game against the Red Wings, and they did not come out good. And I, I haven't had a good track record with the Rangers this year at all. So uh, for the betterment of everybody else and, and you, Ian, you guys are taking the Rangers regulation. I'm just going to stay away from this one. <laughs> there you go. Staying away, says uh, Alex here. I'll get to my props in just a sec for this game. We'll go to uh, Beachy first. Uh, Kevin here, Rangers Capitals. What do you like? I'm uh, I'm liking the Rangers to get back on track too. So just, uh, just a simple money line, uh, Rangers for me. Uh, kind of exactly. Washington has not been playing well, um, and then with that trade as well, yeah, it's not not sending a good me message to the players. Uh, what kind of direction they're headed in? Uh, props. I like uh, Zabanajad over two point five. 
Uh, he's hit it in four of his last five. He's playing that kind of Ovechkin slot on the power play, and they're feeding him, and he's just just wiring pucks on that right now. Um, so I like that play. And then my favorite guy to bet on all year is uh, Dylan Strom. Um, never know if I'm betting for him or against him, but today we're going against him. Uh, he has one point in his last 10, and the odds on his no-point line are only minus 129. Um, and right now he's not – He's not on that top line with Ovechkin. Um, he's been bumped off that first power play uh, in the moment, uh, unless they switch that up today. But, uh, yeah, kind of – it all depends on his placement, whether he's on that first line and first power play, or if he's off it, then he's kind of uh, – kind of can be a bit of a ghost. So, uh, he's only got one point in his last 10. I'm going to take that no point for uh, – on the odds, minus one, 129, and, and play that. All right, good. All right, there we go. Uh, good good stuff indeed. The telescope man, when you can't find him. That's what I say. You can't find him with a telescope. That's what he can be, uh, the telescope man. Uh, yeah, a lot of those – I like the Zabanajad prop. That's on my card. Uh, Zabanajad over shots on goal as well uh, for this uh, game. Uh, he's definitely been trending that way in terms of his shots on goal prop. Uh, I'm on Tarasenko point again at minus 112 and over two and a half shots on goal, minus 110 for Tarasenko, where he's trended, I believe, three straight over that number. Uh, Tarasenko point, like actually Tarasenko point is minus 105. I'm on Kreider to get a point minus 128. And Vinny Trocek, who has suddenly got new life playing with Tarasenko. He, it's really brought Vincent Trocek out of the doldrums. So I'm on him to get a point here around minus 115 uh, in this game as well for the uh, New York Rangers. So uh, there are the prop looks for me in that game, along with, the, of course, the uh, Rangers on the uh, money line. All right, next up, we've got Pittsburgh and St. Louis. This is the second ABC game this afternoon on national TV with uh, Bob Wischusen and uh, Brian Boucher. This is a game that looked glamorous before the season started. Uh, and now it's just two teams that are uh, a dumpster fire, a tire fire right now. Uh, the Penguins minus 160 road favorites, six and a half the total. I mean, who's going to show up here? Who is going to show up and who is maybe just going to tune out what happened the last game? Pittsburgh got embarrassed at home by Edmonton, outclassed completely. They looked slow. They looked, they looked like they could not skate with Edmonton at all in that hockey game the other night. You've got this dynamic where... Mike Sullivan and the old guard of leadership group in the Pittsburgh dressing room, Crosby, Ovet, uh, not Ovechkin, Crosby, Latang, uh, and uh, Malkin. They want Ron Hextall to go for it and add to the team and make them better because they still want to try to make the playoffs and, and, and make a run. And then Hextall now all of a sudden has changed course 360 degrees, as we ranted about on yesterday's show, where at first he's signing all these older guys to long-term contracts. Now he wants to rebuild and, and keep the draft picks and not, uh, you know, add to this team at the deadline. So there's that bad dynamic where the management is disagreeing with the players and the coach about what to do, what trajectory to take with this team. Uh, and they're not playing well on the ice. They're not defending well. Tristan Jari has looked poor in the couple of games since he's been back from injury. He has not been able to get back into rhythm at all. So how do you lay a price like this with Pittsburgh? You can counter that with how do you take St. Louis right now? They just lost at home to Vancouver and blew a lead, and they're losing games left and right. If they won since O'Reilly got traded, the answer's no. Uh, so the uh, St. Louis Blues continue to have all kinds of issues. So which team do you bet here? I say don't bet a side. I'd have to – it's St. Louis or pass based on the price and what it is. And look, Berube ripped them pretty hard. you got to think as a professional, a player with some pride and some passion, with some you know pride in your craft, you, you do play a little bit harder today after that 
Or do they go in the other direction? They say, you know, fuck this guy and what he's saying. Our GM has just traded away Tarasenko and our captain. What the fuck do you want us to do? Talk about your best players not showing up. He traded away our fucking best players. So, like, if I'm the Blues, I'm, like, maybe pushing back against what Barube said. I don't know. I think it's one of those games if you're going to bet a side, and maybe you guys agree, Kevin and Alex, you bet it live. You see what, with your own eyes, how it starts. Who's showing up to play? Who wants this one and who doesn't? Because that, to me, I think is the best way to go. But if you're going to get involved in the side, maybe wait for a live bet. Uh, the total makes sense to me that I would look over. I mean, I, I don't trust either team to keep the puck out of the net. Bennington had to be excellent because they were still giving up grade A chances against Vancouver, and he was. But do you trust him to be that way again? He's had an up-and-down season for a reason. And then Pittsburgh just can't defend anybody right now. And I'm hearing it could be Casey DeSmith today to give Tristan Jari a bit of a rest because he clearly hasn't looked right since he's been back from the injury, although he's not been helped by this horrendous blue line. They played terrible in front of him. But at the same time, uh, Jari hasn't been great since he's been back. So it's projected to be DeSmith versus Bennington and Net. I like the over here. Uh, in this one, Alex, what do you think here? Penguins, Blues. Yeah, I went and grabbed the over yesterday. I grabbed uh, over six and a half minus a dollar ten, and like I said, we kind of kind of grew into a rant about the Penguins yesterday. It wasn't really a planned one, uh, but like I said, the, what they're doing is just very confusing, and, uh, and I'm sure it, it, the fans have to be frustrated in the Steel City right now. But you look at what's going on in St. Louis; they're just an absolute mess too. And like I said, we talked about ABC. Probably thought they were getting you know two teams who were going to be playoff mound and you know, sharpening their, uh, you know, skates and getting ready for the postseason. Instead, they got two teams that are actually desperate and fighting for, uh, you know, sticking around and hopefully being you know, a wild card team. And they actually might make for a pretty good matchup. I think now I think this, we're going to see some desperate hockey from both clubs. So I like this over six and a half. All right, Alex, liking the over here as well uh, in this one. Uh, just quickly in terms of uh, player props, I I'm going to keep riding it. I mean, it's been a very good prop uh, for me. Uh, Sidney Crosby assist prop. I mean, they've just totally been asleep on this. Uh, and that's the one thing you usually get with Crosby is he's getting involved in the offense, setting up his teammates. You know, if Pittsburgh's going to do anything today offensively, you would think the uh, captain is going to have to lead. I think this shots on goal prop, which is actually he's been shooting the puck a little bit more lately, uh, over two and a half minus 145 or so with Crosby over shots. Worth a look here. And like I said, that assist prop is still a very cheap minus 130. Uh, for Sidney Crosby here uh, in this game. I think those are two props I would look to a target here. Gensel, by the way, has gone over his shots on goal for Pittsburgh seven of the last 10 games. So that could be another uh, prop consideration uh, or prop look that you have uh, here in this game. Uh, St. Louis, I would go right back to the well with our guy, Justin Falk. We have talked about Justin Falk repeatedly. Uh, on the blue line, shooting the puck more. And part of this is the fact that, you know, Tory Krug's been in and out. So someone's got to, you know, especially on the power play, shoot the puck more. Uh, Falk has been doing that uh, for the St. Louis Blues, and we've been the benefactor of that. Justin Falk is on a run where he has gone over two and a half shots on goal uh, in seven of the last eight games for the uh, St. Louis Blues. So uh, I'm going to go right back to that as well here uh, in this game. Uh, Kevin, how about you here? Pittsburgh, St. Louis. Yeah, I like that uh, Falk find there you had. Um, I'm actually shying away from it today because Krug is back in the lineup. Um, and I feel like a lot has That will impact it a little. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I feel like the games where he's been soaring over that number uh, has been when Krug's not in the lineup. And, and when Krug's, Krug's been in here and there, and then uh, when he's been in, I feel like he's he's still hit the number, but he's been like right on. Um, 
So with him back in the lineup, I'm actually going to shy away from that one. Um, I like that Crosby assist prop. I might jump on that too. I was looking at his uh, his because he's been a machine. I've been looking at his points prop, but uh, for a general point, you're not getting much much value on on what's given there. But that minus one thirty on the on the assist is pretty good. Um, the only one I'm jumping on, I think, is is Latang. I think he's been playing pretty well. I think his his point is just minus minus one forty one. Um, not not the greatest number, but uh, he is playing well. He's playing a ton. I expect a lot of goals. Um, and though the trend that keeps going is uh, is Malkin. Either he has multi point games or he has nothing. And I'm 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 not touching him this game, but I'm I'm tempted to start playing his uh, his multi point numbers and just ride that and then see what the odds are there. But uh, it seems either explode for two or three or, or do absolutely nothing, which is a funny trend that's, that's kept going. Um, yeah. and it's temp- it's tempting to do something with that, but, uh, I, I'm, I think I'm going to jump on a, a Crosby assist prop there and then uh Letang anytime point. That screams of a guy that lacks consistency when you see shit like that, where it's where one game, you could go for three, four points, three goals and an assist or two goals and two assists, two goals and an assist, whatever the case may be. And then he gets zipped the next game. Tells you, and that's sometimes Malkin. Malkin's got that little telescope boy in him, you know, can't find him uh, in certain games. And then there's some games he absolutely explodes. Uh, and that's that, that's definitely what I'm going to start calling some of these players that t- take nights off and don't show up and they, pl- they play a game and you don't see them and you don't notice them. They don't do anything impactful in 60 minutes. I'm just going to call it your, your telescope boy today. Can't find you with one. Uh, there you go. And Malkin sometimes falls into that uh, issue. All right. The, um, Rest of the card is at uh, tonight, uh, Saturday night game, starting with Anaheim and Carolina. Uh, obviously, look, Carolina, massive, massive favorite here. Minus 475 home favorites, six and a half the total. This is a game where, from a side perspective and a totals perspective, I'm uh, totally off this game. Uh, there's no way I want Anaheim uh, against this Carolina team, although they did beat Washington. Uh, let's give them credit for that. They've played actually some feisty hockey lately. Is this like... We thought, may, I thought maybe last night against an Ottawa team that's actually been playing all right lately, maybe Carolina has that slip up, but they did not. They shut out the Senators four nothing. They've now won five in a row. Uh, like I said, Anaheim, the Tampa game loss was ugly, but they had the close loss in overtime against Florida, plus the win against Washington. Like I say, they, they've at least shown some level of competitive hockey lately. The last two meetings have gone over, but as always with betting Carolina over, Anaheim's going to have to get the lead or keep the pressure on Carolina. Like if Carolina goes up one, nothing or two, nothing, Anaheim's going to have to score and make it two one. Only then are they, is the game going to open up because as we saw last night with Carolina against Ottawa, if they get up two Cobb, three, nothing, etc., they just pump the brakes and just defend, sit on the lead and they're content and happy doing that. So if this game's going to go over, Anaheim's going to have to contribute because Carolina, like I said, is more than happy to just park the bus with a lead. That's why I'm going to look more toward props last night uh, or tonight, I should say, in this game. And the number one prop is the prop that I cashed an easy best bet winner with on yesterday's show. Uh, it's it's bet Seth Jarvis over shots on goal with confidence. That's exactly what you do uh, right now. He got four shots on goal in the first period last night against the Ottawa Senators. Seth Jarvis has now gone over his shots on goal prop in seven straight games uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes. It's been automatic that he's been going over that number. And there's really been a very minimal adjustment. Unibet has minus 114 on over two and a half shots. Some other books have minus 130, but it's still an excellent price. 
He's gone over that number, like I said, in seven straight games. We know Anaheim is a good team to target in terms of opposing team shots on goal over because they give up a shit ton of shots uh, every single game. Look at the shots that Gibson, Dostal, Stolarz, doesn't matter which goalie it is. Look at all the shots they face every game. Anaheim just hemorrhages shots on goal allowed. So that's a good target tonight. Carolina for shots on goal. There's a bunch of players I think that could be good looks as far as that is concerned. Number one is Jarvis because he's just been automatic over the uh, two and a half shots on goal. And again, the price is still very reasonable with that uh, around minus 115. Marty Natchez to get a point uh, cashed in with that last night against Ottawa. He's just been uh, and to score a goal. You could even go with that as well. He's just been uh, had an absolutely outstanding season consistently produces now the point prop got boosted tonight to minus 190 it was only minus 140 last night so that's a big adjustment so you got to put that in a same game parlay if you're going to bet it at all uh, although i know kevin sometimes he'll lay a big price if he feels the advantage is that strong so he could lay minus 180 with natchez uh, he has been that good in terms of getting a point brent burns uh point he scored the first goal last night Brent Burns has been, you know, chipping in uh, offensively, and he's been collecting points. They've j jacked that point prop up uh, to minus 185, but there you go. You know, Natchez to get a point, Burns to get a point, put it in a parlay. You all of a sudden get a slight plus price on that. So uh, I think those are good looks tonight for this uh, game as well. Uh, like I say, it's a good Carolina prop game. Anything shots on goal, like I said, Jarvis, you could go Svechnikov, you could go Aho, you could go Taravainen, any of the big guns here. I think they've all got a chance to pepper the Anaheim net uh, with a shit ton of shots here uh, in this game. I think it's a great game to target. Carolina over shots on goal player props, highlighted by the number one option, who's gone over in seven straight, Seth Jarvis. What do you think here, Kevin? Anaheim, Carolina. Yeah, anytime you get a guy on a prop that's gone seven straight and it's almost even money, like that's, that's a no-brainer. Um, I'm on that as well, Seth, Seth, Seth Jarvis over 2.5. Um all day long. And then Brett Burns for a point. Nine of his last 10, he has a point. Uh, yeah, it's a big price, minus 186. But uh, he seems to be getting the job done and, and kind of uh, the machine back there uh, as far as that running that offense and getting it going. Uh, Third guy I was uh, jumping on, I feel he's been playing pretty well lately. Um, not a great price, minus 195, Tara Vinen. Um, Like you mentioned, that might be a good thing to kind of throw into uh, a parlay is for him to get any time point. Um, but the two, yeah, the two I love is, is Seth Jarvis, especially that, that, uh, that price you're getting, uh, for over 2.5. And then, uh, Brett Burns is one I'm probably going to jump in the way how well he's playing right now for any time point for him. All right. There you go. Good stuff. Yeah, he is. He's been automatic too. Burns, Natchez, great options in terms of any time point. Uh, and of course, yeah, Seth Jarvis. And like I say, target, there's not just him. He's going to be the the one I have the most invested in, but there's other, like go on down the list, Aho, Terrifying, and Svechnikov. All these guys could hit their over shots on goal props against an Anaheim team that seems to give up 30, 40 shots uh, plus in most games. What do you think here, Alex? Uh, Ducks, Hurricanes. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, if you like the over here, you need Anaheim to, to kind of chip in, and that's a uh... – that's just tough to kind of ask for in my eyes. Like I said, I think this is one where I'd probably look for a goal early, try to jump on a live under, which is something that I will do every now and then as we get closer and closer to uh, the postseason. And like I said, you know, Carolina's is one of those teams that they're playing their full game that, you know, they're not going to run, run this thing up and make it 7-1, 7-2. This is going to be, like I said, a 3 nothing, 3-1 kind of a game. If 
Carolina can dictate the pace at both ends, and I think they have a good chance of doing that. So I'm going to be looking for a live under spot in this one. Nothing uh, really jumping out of the page on this one. Like I said, these big favorites don't want to touch them, but Anaheim's not one of those big dogs I'm rushing to, to back right now either. There we go. Yeah, and speaking of uh, wait, a goal, waiting for a goal early, uh, and uh, we do have a goal early in Columbus. It's one nothing uh, Blue Jackets already leading the uh, Oilers. So, uh, like I say, uh, that's a dangerous spot, I thought, for Edmonton, but we'll see. It's only early, exactly. We know they've got uh, plenty of uh, firepower to uh, make this lead look uh, very, very insignificant. All right, Philadelphia, New Jersey. Next up here, we've got the uh, Devils, uh, minus 300, uh, home favorites, and six the uh, total. Uh, here in this game with the uh, Flyers and Devils. Flyers, I cashed a ticket against them last night. But so did Alex. Uh, Montreal, first period, full game. If you got involved with that, you were a winner. Uh, great spot to go against Philly off the road trip. Uh, and they definitely, you know, flat, just didn't have that energy. Uh, they weren't able to escape, really, with Montreal. And it was a, a really a lackluster effort from them. They got outplayed. Uh, it was And it was a very good game for me because I talked about that game. And we'll get to uh, Montreal later. They're playing again tonight as well, but the props were pretty good in that game. Uh, Philly now on a bat. So this is really ridiculous, horrendous scheduling. If I'm the Flyers and I'm Tortorella or I'm the players and I'm the GM, I'm pissed. This is insane. You are on the road for a very long trip out west. You come home for one game, you're back on the road. I get it. Philly to New Jersey is a very minimal trip. I get it. But, I mean, it's just insane. Uh, and on a back-to-back -back as well, I mean, it's just absolutely insane. Uh, some of the bad scheduling that teams have had to go through this year, but this is a tough, tough spot. I mean, I, it's hard to trust Philly. I want to. I will say though, I do believe on the back-to-back -back for the uh, Devil or for the Flyers, we're going to see Samuel Erson. And beware laying minus three hundred against him right now. He's been good. He's been really solid. He's actually been better than Carter Hart. It's the secret nobody wants to say publicly right now in Philly, but he's actually been better than Carter Hart you know, the last, I would say, couple of weeks. Uh, and he's pr probably going to be in net with this being the back-to-back. -back. And he has a record of 6-0-1 with the Philadelphia Flyers this year, a 2.56 goals against and 9.13 save percentage. We last saw Samuel Erson in net against Calgary at the end of that road trip, and they got the win uh, over the Flames in that game. So Erson's been really good. And it could be enough to, you know, keep Philly in this game. Uh, this is not a minus 300. Let's lay the wood. Let's take New Jersey regulation, you know, puck line, any of that stuff. Not for me here, based on how good the young kid's been uh, in that. But it's a brutal spot for Philly. And so even with Arison and that, I don't know if I jump on taking the Flyers. But it definitely has me pumping the brakes on anything to do with New Jersey uh, here in this game. By the way, for New Jersey, it looks like Akira Schmid uh, is going to get the uh, start for them. Mackenzie Blackwood is still out. And uh, they want to rest uh, Vitek uh, Vanacek a little bit, who's played a lot. So it looks like it's going to be Schmid, who has a 5.4 record, 2.24 goals against, 919 save percentage for the uh, Devils tonight. So you could be looking at backup battle here, Erson and Schmid for the uh, two teams in this game here tonight. This is another one where from a side in the totals perspective, nothing really strong, more props for me than anything uh, here in this game. And there are a few good props to uh, look at here. Uh, in this uh, matchup tonight with the uh, Flyers and the Devils. Uh, I do want to point out, uh, you're not getting the value, obviously, because it's Jack Hughes, but he's gone over assist prop in eight of the last 10, and he's gone over his point prop uh, in seven uh, of the last 10 games. Since And a lot of those, have, of course, since he's been back from his uh, recent absence. Uh, his assist prop, yeah, it's minus 160, so it's not a great price, but 
Uh, you still could get in on that, but he's gone over one and a half points quite a bit. You know, like I said, seven of the last 10, so over one and a half points at plus 110. Not a bad option here. I mean, if New Jersey's going to score two, three goals, it wouldn't be uh, insane to suggest that uh, Jack Hughes would factor in to, to two, if not all of them. That's the routine occurrence, it seems, uh, with uh, Jack Hughes. But more than anything here in this game, I'm going back to our guy, Dawson Mercer. How the hell do you not? He has been Mr. Big big time for me lately in terms of the player props. Every game recently, Dawson Mercer, Dawson Mercer. We've talked about this repeatedly since he's been on that top line, and he has just been producing left and right for the New Jersey Devils. Five straight games with a point, five straight games with a goal. And, you know, the funny thing is the last couple of games since I've been jumping on the props involving Dawson Mercer, he has, again, scored a goal and at least gotten one point in every game. So, and I've been betting the goal prop and the point prop with Dawson Mercer uh, during this time. And I'm going right back to it once again here tonight. Uh, Dawson Mercer to score a goal, which is around plus 230 uh, in this game, and to get a point, which is uh, still like no adjustment. Five straight games with a point, and it's still only minus 118 at FanDuel for him to get a point tonight in this game. It's a great prop. Dawson Mercer keeps cashing, and we're going to keep betting it as long as it does. Alex, what do you think here? Flyers, Devil. Yeah, I'm probably going to be riding that again because I tailed it uh, with the Dawson Mercer uh, goal prop last game. He came out with two, so uh, more than likely we'll be jumping on that still while it's at a plus price. But also like in this first period over, New Jersey quietly going uh, over in the first period, 14-4 and four in the last 18 games, uh, including four straight. So we're going to ride with that. I know it's been kind of tough. I already got burned with Philly uh in, in a first period over this week against calgary but i think that was more calgary's doing uh they've been a team that i've tried to back a couple times in that spot have not been as success, successful as early in the year so i think new jersey would especially with schmidt and net i think we could definitely see some goals back and forth so i'm looking at the first period over but also like dawson mercer to get a goal here as well plus 225 there you go yep dawson mercer has been our a meal ticket lately involving uh, New Jersey Devils games. No question about that. Uh, let me just see. I think there was, was there one more prop I was th- going to mention in this game. I believe there is. Let me just uh, double check here. We've got so much going on. Uh, let me just see. Uh, no, I think. No, a couple of shots on goal props. Yes, I did have a couple shots on goal. Dougie Hamilton's always worth a look. Uh, Flyers do still give up shots on goal. Nico Heeshear, my goodness, he's been really trending over shots on goal lately for the uh, New Jersey Devils. Uh, really strong in that department. So you could go with that. I don't know if it's going to continue, but he's been shooting the puck more. And I think he had seven shots on goal for the Flyers last night. Check maybe Owen Tippett over shots on goal uh, for the Philadelphia Flyers. Owen Tippett had seven shots on goal last night. So again, you get a pretty reasonable price. Someone's got to do the uh, shooting for Philadelphia, even though at times they have trouble putting the puck in the net. And it's only minus 115 uh, for uh, Dawson, or not Dawson, but for Owen Tippett. Uh, over shots on goal, minus 14 at Unibet, minus 120 at BetMGM and DraftKings. So uh, Owen Tippett over shots worth a look, I think, as well. Uh, Beachy, what do you think here? Flyers, Devils. Yeah, I like that Mercer fine. That's that's a great fine. I'm going to jump on that as well. Um, on my book, it's not available to bet the the shots. He's not on there, but uh, I can jump on the point and the uh, anytime goal as well. So that's a great find. Um, I agree the price on, on betting a team win here just uh, is not – not there. There's no confidence in Philly to play play that, and with the Devils, it's just it's too high of a price to go after. Uh, I'm looking at Jack Hughes. This is a guy coming back from injury. I was kind of waiting to see 
how he's feeling. If he keeps shooting the puck, I always, I always kind of like those props on the, on the over for him. Um, five of his last 10, he's, he's been over that 4.5. Um, obviously only four games coming back since injury, although two of those four, he's been over since he's back from injury. Um, so basically half the time he's, he's hit that number of five or over, but they're giving me a price of plus 120. Now, now it's worth it to me. So I'm going to play that Jack Hughes over 4.5. Uh, he also has not scored yet so since he's been back. And this is a guy who was scoring at will before his injury. So that that kind of helps me play that over. And, and I think he's, he wants to score, get get back, feeling good. And I think he's going to just keep peppering the net uh, here in the next few games. So um, given that plus price, I'm going Jack Hughes over 4.5. And uh, really, that's it for me, other than other than ju- jumping on that Mercer uh, play with you guys. All right, there we go. Uh, like I said, I like Heeshear as well in this game over uh, shots on goal. But, yeah, Hughes as well, uh, over four and a half, definitely with you there. And, of course, Mercer props. And I think I might throw Tippett in there uh, as well. And Dougie Hamilton as well. But smaller on Dougie Hamilton because he's, he's had a couple where he stayed under three and a half shots. So it's been a little more hit or miss with his uh, props lately. He's still been producing offensively like points, but – uh, if you're going to bet any point prop with Dougie Hamilton, you got to put it in parlay because it's just way too expensive to bet single on its own. All right, next up, we've got Ottawa and Montreal. Uh, Senators minus 165, road favorites, six and a half the total. This is back-to-back for both teams, so there's really no scheduling advantage here. Montreal was in Philadelphia last night beating the Flyers 5-2, to two, and then the Ottawa Senators were in Carolina where they got shut out 4-0 uh, by the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. So it's back-to-back here. For both of these teams tonight, I do want to mention their back-to-back records: uh, four and three for Ottawa, five and three for Montreal. So, you know, both teams actually have winning records on the second night of a back-to-back uh, games uh, here this season. As far as the goaltending matchup, Mad Sogard, uh, the goaltender tonight for the uh, Ottawa Senators. Uh, we think it'll be Sam Montembeau for uh, Montreal after it was Jake Allen who got the uh, start last night against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. So I assume it's going to be Sogard versus Montembeau. I like the over here just because, you know, you've got these teams, I think, usually kind of trend toward higher scoring games uh, for the most part. It's not always that way, but more often than not, yeah, three of the last five have gone over. The last meeting in Montreal was a wild one. 5-4 5-4 in favor of Ottawa. Ottawa's actually owned this series lately. Five straight head-to-head victories for the Ottawa Senators uh, over the Montreal Canadiens. But I think that might come to an end tonight. I am very tempted to take Montreal again after being on them last night. And they're back home where they've played really well. They're the home record lately for Montreal. I mean, don't sleep on it. What the Canadians have done on home ice, they beat Chicago 4-0. They beat Edmonton 6-2. They beat the Islanders 4-3. You know, three straight home wins before this four-game road trip that they just completed. So, you know, Montreal has played good good hockey on home ice. Uh, Montembeau was sensational the last time we saw him in net against New Jersey uh, earlier this week. That was on our BetCast. Remember that, Alex? Our BetCast Tuesday night. And we were all stunned. Wow, wow, this guy's looking like Marty Brodeur uh, in the place in the with uh, playing against the team that Marty Brodeur played for his entire career and looked so good in net. And Montembeau had that kind of night. He was that strong in net. So let's see if he can bring it here again tonight. But uh, I'm tempted by Montreal again here. I certainly wouldn't be laying a price with Ottawa in this price range on the road, minus 165 with Matt Sogard. Uh, in I'm actually disappointed they sent Mandelazy down. I think Mandelazy played a little bit better than Sogard, honestly, uh, for Ottawa. But they're going with Matt Sogard. He's, number, he's ahead of the food chain, if you will, 
with their goaltending depth chart than Mandelazy. So they decided we're going to keep uh, Sogard up with the team uh, to back up Cam Talbot now that Talbot's back. So uh, Montreal plus 145 over I'd look at as well. And this is definitely a prop game. Shabbat over shots. Timmy Stutzla over shots. It's the same guys we've been riding for most Ottawa games lately. I mean, these are the guys that are just going over their shot numbers every single game. Debrinket is starting to trend that way. He's finally starting to shoot the puck more as well. Montreal, it's Josh Anderson. This guy's been phenomenal to me. Over shots, scoring goals, points. Anything Josh Anderson. Goal, point, shots on goal over. Josh Anderson's the guy now. He's on the top line. They've got Slavkovsky out, Caulfield's out. Tons of offenses out for Montreal. Josh Anderson has to pick up the slack. Boy, did he do that last night. I think he had four shots on goal. He got a goal. He got a point. The Josh Anderson prop swept last night. 3-0. and Five shots on goal there, five. says Kevin. Yep. Any Josh Anderson prop swept the board last night in that game, and I was on all of them against Philadelphia. Goal prop, point prop, over shots on goal. I say you run it back tonight here against Ottawa. All three of those for Josh Anderson tonight. Alex, what do you think here? Ottawa, Montreal. Yeah, looking at the chat, someone kind of uh, stole my my trend there about being very careful with Montreal. 0-8 in their last eight home games following a road trip that went longer than seven days. Uh, it's something that is a, a big concern, and we always look for these these first spots back. Like I said, sandwiched yep. in, no less. That's a bit yep. of a tricky spot. Uh, but I, I don't trust Ottawa here even as a favorite. And it certainly wouldn't be laying even a dollar, ten dollar, fifteen in regulation. I like this game to go to overtime and beyond. So let's go with the draw here at plus three fifty-five. He said Senators have won five in a row, but I think the Habs realize that, and I think they're going to come out and play a better game than expected. As for Sogard, I feel like the Sens themselves have him ranked a little bit higher than Mandalazy, and that's the reason why we've seen him stay stick around. Uh, the things I've heard from the scouts, like I said, you know, they're they're in love with his frame, and, and they said he has you know quicker lateral movement. Seems like he's more on the fast track to moving forward with the organization. But Mandalazy looked good, and I think both guys will probably uh, get firm starts moving forward. And, and of course, you know, into camp next year, those guys will probably be battling for potentially a backup spot. So that's something that we kind of watching for with Ottawa with the, with their goalies, the way they're shifting things around. I think they're more of you know kind of looking to see what they have for the future. It's been a decent year for them, but if they miss out and start losing games at this point, no one's going to be too too shocked or surprised or, or upset by it i think they just kind of have things rolling in the momentum where they can still uh build for the future and, and just kind of evaluate more than necessarily be a contender or even a, a team selling off pieces they're kind of right in that middle ground there we go i'm just setting up the my one of my screens for the rangers game which is just about to start in a few minutes it's a busy saturday folks what can i say uh what do you think here uh kevin ottawa montreal yeah, this is a, a one-back game for me, Josh Anderson. Six straight, he's hit that over 2.5, um, and he's soaring over it. Like his last four games, he's gone five, five, three, six. So he, he's, he's hit it six straight, and you're giving me even number, even uh, even money on that play, uh, plus 100 to hit the over. Um, so I'm going to lay a pretty good bet on this Josh Anderson over. It's been one of my favorite bets the last couple of weeks. And again, ever since really Caulfield went out, um that's been that's been one of my main mainstays here so uh pretty simple for me just josh anderson over 2.5 uh, another prop that interests me too for um for uh a Claude Giroux to get to get a point has actually been cashing a lot lately he should have had one last night against carolina they got shut out but the one closest chance they had to scoring 
like Giroux had the open net and I think he put it right across the goal crease or it hit the post and it slid right across the crease and it didn't go in. I he couldn't believe he missed it. But that we were that close to getting the Giroux point prop, but I'd come back to it here uh, tonight in this game here, especially, you know, playing in Montreal. I think that's going to have him fired up uh, as well. Uh, no question about that. So uh, I think definitely a good player prop there. Again, I come back to a Giroux in terms of the uh, point prop here tonight in this game for the uh, Ottawa Senators. And I would come back as well to Raphael Harvey-Pinard for Montreal because most of his offense has been at home. You know, he scored at times on the road, but most of his goals and, and his offensive production, his greatest offensive production has come here uh, at home uh, in Montreal. So now they're back home. And I think uh, Raphael Harvey-Pinard props, whether a goal prop, point prop, uh, either of the two, I think, are probably uh, worth a look here uh, for the uh, Montreal Canadiens tonight uh, in this game. All right, that is the first half of our Saturday uh, NHL card. Uh, 218 live viewers on YouTube. Hit the like button. We appreciate it very much. We'll be back to for the second half of this NHL card right after we hear from Gramco. All right, whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, or, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products such as vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you and is also available at many American retailers as well. To get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. You visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you get 25% off of any order, and all orders on the site that are $50 and higher are shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we are back here on the uh, Ice Guys show, and we have uh, five games uh, remaining here on this uh, massive, as always, uh, Saturday uh, NHL card. And we will go next to Vancouver and a matchup that we saw once upon a time in the 2011 Stanley Cup final. Yes, indeed. Uh, Jimmy Murphy, our own colleague, former colleague of the show, although he's on every Friday, he's still a guest and a, still our friend, of course. Uh, he, um, he covered that series uh, for the Boston Bruins. It had some great, great stories about that playoff run for the uh, Bruins in 2011. Uh, and uh, this, they play each other tonight. Things have changed a lot, certainly with one of these two teams since then. Uh, the Bruins minus 260 road favorites over the Vancouver Canucks, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, definitely was interesting to see how this one plays out, but you know, Boston to me gets the job done probably. Uh, although I, I will say the Rick Tockett led Canucks the last few games, whether the Nashville game, the St. Louis game, there's been absolutely no sign of quit from them. You know, let's give them some credit. The work ethic's been good. They're not a great defensive team yet, but, you know, slowly but surely they've seen some improvement. But now you're playing, you know, the, the heavyweight of the NHL, one of the heavyweights of the NHL, and you're coming home off a road trip, which is not exactly a bet on spot uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So for as much as we're seeing Vancouver improve and just little itty-bitty steps the last few games, it's not exactly like I'm really all that excited and giddy to trust them here uh, tonight. So this is going to be a, probably a game I don't get involved with sidewise or totals wise. Now, I would think this I, I, I could only let lean over with a Vancouver game, but they did finally have a game that stayed under against St. Louis. 
Boston can't be happy with the track meet up and downs, rare sloppy defensive performance they had against Seattle. I mean, that game was bonkers the other night, uh, Bruins and Kraken. Uh, we thought we had lost the Boston in regulation bet when Seattle went up 5-4 with just a couple minutes left in the third. And then Boston ties it, and then they get the game winner with like a minute to go on a Jake DeBrusque uh, deflection, and we get rescued, and we still cash that Bruins in regulation. But they don't probably weren't happy with the fact they gave up five goals. So you'd like to think Boston's going to want to shore up defensively tonight. So I don't really feel as strongly about this. Like I still am not betting the Vancouver under, but boy, it, there's there's reasons now to think that the defense showed you improvement against St. Louis. Boston's going to probably want to play a bit better defensively tonight. So I could see this one actually being an under. This is more of a prop game for me once again. JT Miller over shots on goal is where it's at for me uh, here. It's, he's, he's like the Seth Jarvis of uh, Vancouver Canucks right now, where he's just going over the shot prop every game. Seven straight over two and a half shots on goal for JT Miller for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, there's also a couple other props that I like. McAvoy assist keeps cashing. McAvoy point keeps cashing. Five straight for those. Kuzmenko has gone five straight games with a point. You bet that. You bet Jake DeBrusque to get a point or even to score a goal. He's been red hot. He's gotten a point in five straight games. Those are good prop looks as well tonight uh, in this game. Don't stop there either. Miller to get a point, four straight. Beauvillier has gotten a point in four straight games for the Vancouver Canucks. Elias Pettersson, four straight games with an assist uh, as well. Uh, there's just so many great prop options here. Streakers, as I like to call them. Uh, uh, players that are definitely streaking heavily with one particular player prop. And I just mentioned a bunch of them uh, right there. So there's a lot of good looks. JT, Jake DeBrusque, anything for him over shots on goal, point prop uh, to score a goal. McAvoy point, McAvoy assist prop, worth a look. Um, what else? Uh, you know, JT Miller over shots on goal. It goes without saying. That's probably the best of the bunch. Uh, but there's definitely an Beauvillier to get a point as well. He has clearly found a level of comfort here getting away from the Islanders and getting a change of scenery. So really good prop game here uh, in this one in my opinion. What do you think here, Alex? Bruins, Canucks? Yeah, I'm just keeping this simple. I like Bruins first period puck line. I got plus 115 laying the half a goal. I think uh, he said they're not going to be uh, really happy with how they uh, you know, had to fight and claw out to get that win against Seattle. I think they want to try to put the screws to Vancouver early, and I think they can definitely do that. We know, like I said, when, when Vancouver's defense <laughs> doesn't uh, show up, it, it's usually in a big way, and we know when Boston gets that offense on, especially even on the road, uh, they get they get off to a hot start, and it's hard for them to let up. So I like Boston first period puck line. I don't want any part of what happens after that. Like I said, because this is a, a you know West Coast trip, you could see Boston maybe you know not give that full of an effort, even get out of there with a one nothing lead. We still catch that bet, and then Vancouver turns things around. So we're protecting ourselves by just keeping this a twenty minute bet, going with Boston on the puck line. Boston, yeah, first period puck line because you figure the first twenty minutes they could really jump on Vancouver coming back off the road. Uh, no question, that could be a, a good way to target Boston. If you like the Bruins, look more toward that first period puck line than, than instead of reg line or puck, full game puck line or anything uh, like that. Yeah, Pavel Zaka, thank you. I almost forgot to mention. I was, I had, I did bet it. I just forgot to mention it. But yes, Pavel Zaka, he is way undervalued compared to Krejci, Pasternak, Marchand, Bergeron, DeBrusque. You always get better prices on his props for a guy that he doesn't quite produce as much as those guys do. But he produces enough. Pavel Zaka, look what he's done here lately. Since February, here in the month of February, this guy has four goals and he has four, five, six points 
in seven February games for the uh, Boston Bruins here. Uh, and he's plus 105. He's actually a plus price, plus money to get a point tonight in this game, Pavel Zaka. So great prop. I, I like that one as well. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin? Boston, Vancouver. Yeah, I like Alex's line there uh, going Bruins in the first period minus uh, half a goal. Um, and then Ian, you stole my thunder with uh, JT Miller on the over 2.5 in the shot. So we'll see. That's that's a bet I love. So we'll see what I got left for myself here. Um, after that, DeBrusque, anytime point, I feel like he has picked up right where he left off after injury. Um, and I feel like he's also got Bergeron going again. So Bergeron it was a guy who was kind of cold. And uh, since DeBrusque is back in the lineup, he's back putting points back up on the board. Um, so I like DeBrusque anytime point, And I also like Bergeron anytime point. Um, and then the one I love that is uh, JT Miller over 2.5. Again, as you mentioned, seven straight. Uh, he's been pretty automatic the last last while since, uh, you know, with, with Tockett and, and Horvat getting traded. Um, he just kind of gave him a boost and he's really been stepping up. So that's, uh, that's, that's my number one bet right there again. Yeah, I haven't heard anything, Daniel H. Great point with, the, with what happened with Bjorkstrand in the last game against Seattle. Does he get a suspension from that? I'm not. I haven't heard anything yet. Uh, I'm looking at the lineup uh, uh, sites right now, and I don't see anything that says he's been suspended yet. Plus, the decision may not be today because it's a weekend, so he might still be eligible to play. But yeah, it's obviously something you would want to keep an eye on. Obviously, we know how important he is uh, to the Boston uh, Bruins. All right, next up, uh, we've got Tampa Bay and Detroit. Uh, Tampa Bay up to minus 190 now as road favorites here in this game. So a lot of money coming in on Lightning, the, uh, the Lightning here. And look, the Lightning are off a loss. That's always not always the spot you want to bet against them. They had a 6-5 loss in overtime to the Buffalo Sabres uh, the other night on Thursday night. So clearly they'll be looking to uh, bounce back from that here tonight uh, in this game against the uh, Detroit Red Wings. But Man, you're talking about a plus 160 home underdog here that's playing some really, really solid hockey uh, as of late, uh, this Detroit Red Wings team. I was beyond impressed that they beat the New York Rangers the other night simply because that was off a long road trip that included a one game over in Washington after coming back from the West Coast. And they still found a way to win. And, you know, they're getting so many different contributions up front. Dylan Larkin's played like a man possessed during this run that they've put together. It's just been very, very impressive hockey from the uh, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, I get it. The Tampa Bay Lightning are still the better team. They're certainly going to be uh, amped up after losing to uh, Buffalo uh, on home ice. Uh, it's certainly a game you would think they would not take this Detroit team lightly, but the price is just not comfortable uh, in a range that I'm comfortable with for Tampa against a Detroit team that's rolling at the moment uh, and playing some really good hockey. So, and And John Massey said it on our BetCast. And I believe we talked ended up somehow this ended up coming up in discussion that Detroit has played Tampa very tough. And it is true. They beat Tampa Bay seven to four in December in Detroit. And then they also won uh, in Tampa Bay uh, by a score of four to two uh, back on December the 6th. So Detroit is two and oh this year in the two previous meetings against Tampa Bay. Um, this line gets any closer or any higher, I should say, if it hits 200 or even if it doesn't. I may come in still on Detroit small at plus 160. That's a that's a price that's pretty tantalizing for a Red Wings team that has given light, the Lightning some fits here uh, over the last uh, couple of years and including 2-0 and this year head-to-head -head against Tampa Bay. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Alex? Very intriguing game all of a sudden with the Red Wings hot. The, 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 the Red Wings are red hot 
uh, right now. <laughs> They're hosting Tampa, Alex. What do you think? Yeah, I'm looking for a first period over live in this game. You can, you know, lay a dollar thirty-five to a dollar fifty-five if you shop around, but I think we can wait a little bit and get it down to a, a better price. And like I said, I think Detroit has a puncher's chance. They've played Tampa Bay tough, won the last three meetings, uh, and, and you know, going back to those years where these two teams were actually kind of uh, playoff foes, it seemed like every other season they played in some some pretty epic battles in the division rivals. So there's always kind of a a, a bit of a of a toughness between these two teams, even though the talent. Uh, levels haven't always matched equally over the years. And that being said, I, I would lean toward Detroit, but I think feel a little more comfortable going with that over in the first period, maybe even look for a live uh, full game over around the five and a half because we saw this one uh, explode for 11 goals the last meeting they had. So uh, wouldn't be shocked to see this one get up and over. Uh, and, and and maybe Detroit finds a way to sneak out and get a win. Maybe the Tampa Bay takes them past regulation and grabs a win. So it's a good live game, but definitely look for those overs first period and full game. Uh, By the way, the- yeah, I was just yeah bet online in a couple books, Alex. They've got six for the full game total. It's dropped from six and a half. So at six, yeah. I like the over. I definitely have to bet it at six. I mean, to me, Tampa Bay's gone over in three straight. I know there's been a couple unders for Detroit, but I think they're going to give us great as Billy Huso has been lately for the Red Wings. I think he's going to give up a few to this Tampa Bay team today who have been scoring. And Detroit, I think, can chip in as well. Now, it's always tough because Vasilevsky's probably going to start, and we know what he can be after a bad game. Sometimes he puts that brick wall, that stone wall up there uh, against you when he has a rare game like that where he gives up a six spot. Gives up a six spot very rarely, but he did that against Buffalo the other night. So you worry he really reins it in. Uh, and gets the uh, job done here, but to me, I still like uh, Tamp. Uh, I still like Detroit for a smaller bet, and I'm going to get in on the over here, six uh, minus one uh, twenty. Now, uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin? Lightning, Red Wings. Yeah, this is this is one here. Um, just looking at props. Um, I it's amazing how a week can change a thing. Dylan Larkin, the guy who uh, you know talking about being a machine last week. I think he might have been in, in my bet of the day. His line has now moved from 2.5 for me anyways on shots to 3.5. Um, so I'm tempted to, to play the under on that because uh, a lot of those games where he, he was hitting over, he was hitting right on. He was hitting three exactly. Um, so his last five games here, he's been under under the number of 3.5. Um, so with that, with that full line shift, um, I'm actually going to go Larkin under 3.5. Um, you do have to – Bet a bit of juice, minus 165. But I also like that bounce back factor of, uh, of Tampa Bay kind of stepping up and clamping down a little bit. Um, however, this is the one I really like this game. Moritz Sider, he only has two shots total in his last six games. His line for under 1.5 is paying plus 125. So this is a guy six games straight has been under that 1.5 mark. He only has two shots total his last six games. So you give me plus money on that. Uh, that's something I'm definitely going to jump on. So Mort Sider under 1.5. Those are my two prop plays for this game. There you go. Uh, good stuff. Uh, liking uh, Mo Sider. Uh, that's right. That's a good find that he's just not been shooting the puck very much uh, here at all uh, of uh, late. Uh, in the, and uh, it's definitely uh, good targets to find. I like David Perron over shots. He's gone over in three straight uh, in this game. I'm not as heavy on the props in this game. Uh, look, Larkin point is obviously something you got to point. I mean, eight of the last 10, he's gotten at least one point, but at the same time, it's it's very priced heavily. So 
Uh, you have to put that in some kind of uh, parlay, no question about that. I like Hedman again for Tampa over shots on goal. He's been trending that way for the uh, Lightning lately. Uh, Victor Hedman over shots on goal. That would be the uh, big prime uh, shots on goal target for me with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Been firing that puck lately a lot uh, from the uh, blue line. So we'll see if that continues tonight uh, in this one for the uh, Lightning. All right, next up here, we've got three games left, the late games here on this uh, Saturday slate. Dallas Stars, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, we have the uh, Vegas Golden Knights here, uh, slight home favorites, uh, minus 120 in this game, uh, and the total currently sitting at uh, six, uh, although it's down to five and a half. So it's actually more prevalent at five and a half now uh, with uh, where this total is. So make sure you're aware of that. It's dropped from uh, six to uh, five and a half, and, and more books have it now at that number. Um you know, maybe at some point Dallas is going to wake up, but I don't know if they're going to wake up till they get a trade. You know, I think they need a trade to shake up the malaise, you know, you know, rattle some feathers, you know, maybe get the team back on track a little bit. Because right now they're definitely playing as a team with some real issues right now. Offensively, they don't they aren't consistent one game to the next. Defensively, they've had some lapses. They've had some poor, poor, poor games there. I mean, that was embarrassing what Kane and Domi did. To the uh, Dallas defense on Friday night uh, against with the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. That was just not good. It was a bad loss. Obviously, there's motivation to bounce back, but they're going on the road. They're playing a Vegas team that's playing some of their best hockey uh, of the season. Jack Eichel is finally uh, out of his doldrums, playing extremely well right now, Vegas. So I like Vegas here, minus 120. This is a current form play. Vegas is in good current form. Their opponent is not. It's really that simple right now. So, uh, yeah, Vegas for me, minus 120 uh, in this game. Looks like from a goaltending standpoint, Ottinger uh, is expected. And that's another thing. Jake Ottinger is not absolved to blame either. He has not been great lately for the Dallas Stars. They've not played great in front of him consistently in some of these games, but he hasn't been making that timely critical save for the Dallas Stars in some of these games lately. Uh, and that's definitely something that bo would bother me a little bit. Uh, Laurent Brossois has been the goalie the last couple games for Vegas because of necessity, because Hill's been out, and uh, obviously Logan Thompson's not coming back anytime soon, but it appears that Aiden Hill might be available today. He was back at practice yesterday for the Golden Knights. He missed the last two games with an undisclosed injury. He's on a three-start win streak, 14-5 and five on the season, 2.55 goals against, 908 save percentage. Uh, Aiden Hill's been solid. I'm telling you what. Alex B. Smith talks to Jack Eichel in Minnesota when they were in town. Jack Eichel gets back on the beam. Uh, Alex hangs out with Aiden Hill's pops, Aiden Hill's <laughs> father uh, in Minnesota, and Aiden Hill's had an opportunity to start since then, and he's played pretty damn well. I mean, that's just what happens when you meet a guy like Alex B. Smith. Good things happen to you. Just rubs off on you in a good way. So good stuff there. I like Vegas here, minus 120. Alex, what do you think here? Stars, Golden Knights. Yeah, I mean, Dallas, this is a big game for them, obviously. And, like, and I, you know, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, I always say that, that the Stars team will go wherever Jake Odinger takes them. And he has been struggling a bit. And as a result, this, the rest of this team has been struggling a bit. Now they play a Dallas team, uh, a Vegas team, I should say, that, like I said, getting things going in the right direction, but still having that injury bug kind of nip at him a little bit. You know, Hill uh, was down for a bit after he had taken the starter spot with Thompson being out. So, but thankfully they've got a, a solid tandem enough. And that was the thing we worried about at the beginning of the year, right? With Vegas, we talked about, you know, we knew Robin Lander was going to be around, but Roswell was injured and going to be out long term. Could they stay afloat with this tandem of Thompson and Hill? And now they've been phenomenal as a, as a duo. Now, could they be a solid trio when you throw in there uh, Laurent Brassois? 
you know, could a move possibly even be made now? You know, they could try to shut, uh, you know, shake some things around. And there's teams that need goaltending help. So they've got a, a lot of decent options with Vegas right now. And, and they're in good form. Like I said, Dallas, it's going to be a while before they get back into their form. They desperately need to make a trade, I think, to have things happen, shake up that locker room a bit. I like the draw here at plus 335. I think this could be a little bit of a back-and-forth game. Both teams know how important it is to get points. It definitely feels like a big game that if it's tied, hell, probably 10 minutes with, uh, left in regulation. We may not see – much happened. This is going to go on and settle us over time. You each get a point out of it. So I'm going with draw plus 335 with stars and lights. All right. The draw here uh, in this one for Alex. And uh, yeah, John X, um, if da- Dallas should be, sh- Dallas should come out full barrel here tonight because that, that should not sit well with t- Sagan, Ben, uh, hints, anybody in that dressing room, the way they spit the bit against Chicago. Now credit the Blackhawks. Kane and Domi were spectacular, but you're up three nothing at home against a team that's one of the worst in the NHL at home and you're trying to win a division and make a playoffs, uh, make the playoffs and you fall and you blow a three-nothing lead and you lose four three. That's a problem. That's a worry for me. And I'm gonna have to see it before I believe it with Dallas. Maybe they do bring it tonight, but they gotta win and they got to play better hockey for 60 minutes. And i I'm I'm willing to bet against it until I see it. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Stars, Golden Knights. Yeah, I'm on a couple of props here, um, staying away from uh, wins or losses on either side here. I do like I do like the Vegas angle, um, but I also like Alex's play. Just the that it could be a tight game and 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 play on the draw. So I like that angle for sure. I'm going Shea Theodore for anytime point minus 125 for that. He seems to uh, I like kind of take t- taking over the offense uh, over Petrangelo. Um, he's on a five game heater here. He's he's man in that top power play. Um, so he's been playing pretty well lately. He's, so I like that prop. And Jack Eichel seems to be playing like Jack Eichel finally lately. Uh, six of his last 10, he has points. I'm going anytime point there. It's uh, minus 186. That's a price I'm totally comfortable playing with when he's actually playing like himself. Um, so he's he's finally got it going, and, and that's kind of showed off as the as the team's winning some games lately. And then uh, Petrangelo is kind of taking a bit of a back seat here to Theodore. Um, I like his under props on the 2.5 and that's, that's paying, uh, it's minus 114. So close to even money. He's only been three or over two of his last eight. So him, uh, not being on that top power play unit, uh, has kind of brought down his, his shots. And, uh, so I'm going Theodore over and Petrangelo under. So those are my three. There we go. Uh, yeah. Good stuff indeed. Uh, like in the Petrangelo, one. I'm with you on Shea Theodore point and assist uh, as well. I'm on both of those uh, props with him. Uh, I cashed with those their last game uh, against uh, Calgary. Uh, and yeah, he's been riding that uh, that uh, streak with both points and assists lately. I think it's definitely a good look once again uh, here tonight uh, in this uh, game as well. Um, and by the way, for uh, shots on goal for uh, Vegas, I've been going with Marcia so. Uh, quite a bit late. Stayed under the last game. Dallas is one of those teams, though. They, you know, we'll see if they tighten up defensively. I don't know if this is a game you want to go crazy with shots on goal props because I could see it with these two teams and the way they they are capable of defending. You know, you could see shots on goal volume be less than you'll see in some other games on the board uh, here today. So, but I still lean to Marsha so here a little bit over uh, shots on goal uh, here in this uh, game uh, tonight. Uh, all right, uh, next up here um, in this on this. Uh, Massive Saturday card. We continue along. We've got two games left. Calgary and Colorado. 
Uh, Colorado minus 120 home favorites, six the total uh, in this game. It's back to back for the Avs. They were in Winnipeg last night and took apart the Winnipeg Jets. Very impressive. Uh, rolling the victory uh, over Winnipeg last night. Now they're back home, second of uh, back-to-back games. It's actually a rest advantage here for the road team, uh, the Calgary Flames, who remain on this uh, road trip that they have been on now for a few games. Definitely it sets up situationally for Calgary. I I, I, I am tempted to take Calgary here, but you know what it's like with me with this team. It's been uh, a rocky ride. It's been a roller coaster ride. Uh, it has been you know a very aggravating team at, at times to back. You know, they did get the uh, win against Arizona, but again, they followed it up. They ran out of gas in the third period on a back-to-back against Vegas, and they lost 4-3 uh, to the uh, Golden Knights. We'll see who's going to be in net tonight here for the uh, Flames. It looks like Jacob Markstrom. Yep, Markstrom's confirmed for the uh, Flames in this one. Uh, we don't know who's going to be in net for Colorado, and it becomes very interesting what's going to happen here because it was Georgiev last night. Uh, Fransos is out. You know, either go Georgiev on a back-to-back, which he's capable of doing, or you go to the young Finn, Eustace Oninen, who got the uh, start against St. Louis last weekend. Uh, that was the one start he's had. So it's either going to be Oninen for Colorado, or you go with Alexander Georgiev here uh, on the second night of back-to-back games. So it's a very interesting choice that Jared Bednar has to make here uh, in terms of his goaltending uh, for this game. The total's only six. Colorado now has scored six and five in the last two games, 11 in the last two games. Calgary's trending over. That's what I like more than anything. I lean Calgary, but I like over six here, a minus 120. Flames are scoring. Uh, Markstrom can't be trusted, especially against an offense like this uh, on the road, this avalanche team. You know, I'm going to have to see Markstrom play a damn good hockey game before I'm ready to think he's shutting the door against the avalanche tonight. So I like over six. Uh, here in this game, it's a good total, good number, good price, only minus 120. I like over the total here, a lean to Calgary. I don't know if I'll pull the trigger on that, though. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Alex? Flames, abs. Yeah, definitely going with that full over uh, at six. First period, might wait for a little bit something uh, in game. Definitely want to leave 150, but definitely could see uh, a high scoring battle, except you know, any goalie combination you throw out there, this one still says over to me. So that's pretty much what I'm going for. Sidewise, Calgary has just been a really hard one to kind of wrap around lately. Like I said, it's a team that's burned me pretty much all week, but if I had to play anything here, it's just going to be strictly over. All right, liking the uh, over here is uh, Alex B. Smith in this one. And I'm telling you, when it comes to this uh, Calgary Flames team, they are the kings of shot volume. They shoot the puck a lot. They have a lot of shots. They rack up the shots on goal, but they're also the kings of having dick all, jack squat, jack shit to show for it. You know, how many t- games have they had this year where, uh, you know, n- all the shots in the world, 30, 40, and, and, they, and they can't find the back of the net. But they are probably a good team to target for shots on goal props tonight. I could see them pepper in the Colorado net, especially a Colorado team that's still a little shorthanded on the blue line. Kale McCarr uh, still might be, I think he's st- is going to miss tonight. We'll see. He was skating on Wednesday. He didn't play last night uh, against Winnipeg, but he wa- was home. They think he might be good to go tonight, but keep an eye on that. It's going to be probably a game-time decision. Eric Johnson still on IR. Still, I think Calgary, you know, and, and the guys that we've been talking about for shots on goal, it's the same guys. Tyler Toffoli is flying over his shots on goal. Michael Backlund is flying over his shots on goal. They're great prop bets for shots on goal tonight for for Calgary uh, in this game. Backlund as well has been churning up the points lately as well for 
uh, Calgary. He's been trending with the point prop as well. I think the numbers with that are pretty strong uh, in terms of uh, the point prop. Yeah, Toffoli's gone over shots on goal seven straight games uh, for the uh, Calgary Flames. Uh, Backlund's gone over uh, in terms of, uh, oh, he scored a goal, uh, Michael Backlund, in four straight games. So the goal prop with uh, Backlund is probably worth a look as well. Uh, Noah Hannafin assists. I've been betting that the last few games. It's been cashing in. Noah Hannafin's been chipping in points, assists from the blue line. So I like that look as well. This is a good prop game for sure. This will be a fun game tonight, late night, uh, because we do think there'll be some action. We think there'll be a, it'll be a high event type of game. Uh, so there are some good prop looks. No question about that here for this game. Uh, Valerie Nachushkin, he's gone a, gotten a point in three straight games. Same with Comfer, same with Hannafin. Uh, Mangiapani's gone over shots in three straight. Comfer's gone over shots on goal in three straight. Rantanen has scored a goal in three straight games. Like, there's a lot of players on both sides that are trending heavily one way or another lately. Backlund's got a point in nine of the last 10, as we mentioned. Toffoli over shots nine of the last 10. Backlund over shots eight of the last 10. Uh, McKinnon to get an assist, probably a good look. McKinnon also uh, over shots on goal. Uh, has been trending that way of late as well. Uh, McKinnon, six straight games with a point, six straight games with a, an assist. He's been shooting the puck a lot more too. He stayed under last night, but only because that game was lopsided. Colorado had a huge lead. There was no reason for McKinnon to be a shooting machine when they had such a comfortable lead. I think if it's a close competitive game tonight, he'll get back to going over that four and a half uh, with his shots on goal tonight, Nate McKinnon, especially a hockey night in Canada game. He'd want to play well. He'd want to, uh, you know, get his offense going a lot. So lots of good props, lots. I mean, in terms of volume of props, this is probably the game I'm going to have the most prop bets on tonight, this one. What do you think here, Alex? Calgary and call. Oh, we already got Alex's thoughts on Calgary, Colorado. See, I was, I like the props so much, I forgot we had already gotten Alex's take on this game. Beachy, you're next up. What do you think here, Calgary, Colorado? Yeah, this is a fun one. Uh, I got a bunch of props, but this is also one of the few games I am playing a, a wins or loss on. Uh, the Flames have this rest advantage, but just can't trust these guys right now. And the Avalanche are just coming into their own, just playing too good at hockey. Uh, at minus 125, I like that money line for the Avs. Uh, right now, the way they're playing, that's that's a price I'm going to take uh, any day. Um, as you mentioned, Toffoli, I have down, you said he's hit it in the last seven. I have down, yeah, nine of the last ten. He's been over that 2.5. Just consistent as ever, putting the puck on net. And then Backlin, like, I, I don't know if this guy's playing the best hockey of his career right now, but he is absolutely on fire. Yep. Uh, points, shots, you know, last eight, he's he's had three or more shots, and his line is still 2.5. And he's been cruising over that number regularly, too, um, up around four or five shots a game. So those are the two uh, kind of mainstays I've had in my card the last, last few weeks. But uh, Backlin has really, really impressed me lately as far as uh, his point production as well. Then on the Colorado side, uh, a guy who we were, we were heavy on the over for a while was uh, Rod Rodriguez um, on the 2.5 line. He's he's now kind of been bumped down to the second line, uh, second power play. He's not, he's not playing with McKinnon anymore, and his shots have just suddenly dried up here in the last four games. Um, he's had really really nothing going on the last, last four games as far as shots. So I'm actually flipping the script with him, and I'm playing the under 2.5 on him now. Uh, that's that's minus 120 to play that. And the guy who now has kind of jumped up, taken his his slot there on the top line, uh, Lekkonen, um, he's a guy who wasn't doing a ton there for a bit with shots. 
And now six of his last 10, he's hit that over 2.5. And that's paying out plus 140. So that's one I have circled that I really like that bet right there. Um, yeah, anytime you go six of the last 10 and you're, you're paying, they're giving you a plus 140. Uh, I like Lekkonen to hit that uh, over 2.5. So those are my, my props right there on that game. Yeah, I, I actually like that one. Uh, you might talk me into that. Uh, that's one I hadn't even I, – I, I, I bet Lekkonen over points the last uh, couple of games, and it, that's a good prop too. Lekkonen to get a point. He's gotten a point in five straight games for the uh, Colorado Avalanche, but I'm with you there. The shots on goal prop might be a good bet as well uh, here in this game. Lekkonen, by the way, the price on his point prop isn't that bad at all. It's minus 135 at DraftKings. You want a good price for a point prop, going back to Michael Backlund for a second. He has gotten a point in nine of the last 10 games. He is minus 128 to get a point tonight. You're not supposed to get that price for a guy that's nine of 10. He's gotten a point and he's minus 128. Uh, right now for the uh, Flames to get a point tonight. So that's a great price once again. You could even like the goal prop even. He scored in four straight games. And he's plus 235 to score a goal tonight for Calgary. So you get in on the uh, Michael Backlund Express right now. You're right. This is definitely Kevin. For a guy that I've watched, I mean, I've watched a lot of his career here, all of it in Calgary. This is some of the best hockey I've seen him play. Have you seen him play better than this? I haven't. It's just in terms of offensive contributions night in and night out. I don't think I've seen better. No, he's. Uh, I I just grabbed him in fantasy hockey actually about ten games ago, and it's a it's a salary league where you got to pay his salary as well. So usually he's a guy making five and a half. He's a guy you don't touch because he's just not doing enough. And now uh, he's one of my best players. So um, he's doing everything right now. Yeah, shots, points. Um, he's really kind of he's leading the. He's not the guy who's supposed to be leading the charge on that team. Like there's there's more marquee players that are supposed to be doing it, but he's. Uh, He's kind of taken to himself and said, hey, if these guys are not going to do it, you know, Huberto is not getting the job done. Um, I'm going to kind of step up and, and try and drag this team in the playoffs. So he's he's doing everything he can right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. It's been uh, he's been excellent. There's no question uh, and continues to play well for the plan. They've needed it because they're crying out for offense and uh, Backlund has stepped up and delivered. You still want to see more. Personally, I do from Kadri and Huberto in particular, but hopefully it, 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 it'll show up for them at some point because uh, uh, obviously they need all hands on deck as they try to make the playoffs here. All right, final game of this Saturday card. It is Chicago and San Jose. Uh, San Jose minus 180, uh, home favorites uh, here in this game, and the total currently sitting at uh, six and a half uh, across the board. You know, this is one of those games. San Jose, credit to them, they were a feisty team for a while. They shocked Seattle, and I should have known, you know, and, and I was on San Jose, but I did have the over against Nashville too, so at least I split in that game. But I should have known after James Reimer shut out Seattle, the old whammy would be put on him. He wasn't going to do that shit again uh, in a second straight game. And sure enough, he gets lit up. He gives up the sixth spot to Nashville uh, the other night. But, yeah, no doubt, I think in this game here with Chicago and San Jose, uh, not interested in the Sharks at minus 180. I know they played a little more competitive lately, but not for me. We don't have goalies confirmed yet in this game. Man, um, if you want to lose and tank and try to get the best position you can for Bedard, you play Peter Morozik. If you actually want to win games, maybe you put Jackson Stauber, who won again <laughs> for the no. uh, Chicago Blackhawks on, Saturday, on Friday night against Dallas. So what does Luke Richardson do with the goaltending? Uh, that remains to be seen for tonight. Um but this is a good prop game. I mean, I think I would lean over. If Morozik's in, I'm on the over uh, in this game. No question about that. Uh, I will be on the over if Morozik's in. If it's Stauber, it's probably, you know what? If it's Stauber, Alex, it's probably Chicago or draw 
once again for me uh, yep. in this game. I'd probably go back to that route again, or maybe just sprinkle on the draw separately and Chicago. That's another way you can go about it. If your book doesn't offer Chicago or draw double chance, you can bet half on the draw, half on Chicago. You could go that route as well in this game. So with Stauber, that's the route I'll go, Chicago or draw. Uh, if it's uh, Morozik, I'll bet over six and a half. I do like some props in this game. How do you shy away from the Domi-Kane combination? Shots on goal, points, assists, anything. Goal, props, anything with Domi and Kane right now. Uh, they're trying to showcase uh, this guy, and they've got great chemistry at the moment. I think you rock with both of those in terms of shots on goal, goal prop, assist prop, uh, point prop, all of that stuff. San Jose, Mikey Acemont, over two and a half shots to get a goal, to get a point, because he's been moved up to the top line, and he has been uh, obviously more of an impact up there. We've talked about Barabanov for San Jose repeatedly. Uh, he has been, gone through a nice little offensive stretch. Last couple of games, not nearly as much, but still, you go back and look over the last 10 or so. Uh, Barabanov, since he's been on the top line with Logan Couture, uh, he's definitely made uh, an impact there. And Timo Meyer, by the way, uh, is still uh, uncertain whether he comes back. He's been out here for the last uh, couple of games due to injury, uh, upper body. We'll see if he returns. Right now, it looks like he's a game-time decision, which makes those props on Barabanov and Acemont for San Jose look even better uh, in terms of uh, those props if uh, Meyer is once again uh, not on the ice for the uh, San Jose Sharks. So uh, a good game, definitely, and props for sure. Uh, there's definitely some uh, good options. Let me just make sure that I uh, leave anything out here. Yeah, AC Mont, in terms of shots on goal, six straight games for AC Mont, uh, over two and a half shots on goal for the uh, San Jose Sharks. So that's a good bet. Domi has a point in five straight games. Domi has an assist for Chicago in five straight games. That's why I like that prop so much. Uh, so uh, definitely some good options here in terms of the player prop market. Alex, what do you think here? Blackhawks, Sharks. As of right now, I'm not betting anything with this game, and it's for many reasons. We don't have goaltending confirmations. That's one. Two, we're hearing a lot of traction in the last hour about Patrick Kane, possibly at this point they're working out a third team and a couple more logistics of him maybe going to the New York Rangers. So I've yep. been keeping uh, tracking with that. Conversely, with this game, and I haven't been watching it, but I'm just seeing this from a tweet that, Philip Hedl and Ryan Lindgren both have gone down with injuries uh, in this contest with the Rangers and Capitals right now. So that could change some things as well. So there's a lot of moving parts and pieces. And, and we're talking about two teams that are obviously having high trade assets. Like I said, we still don't know what's going to happen with Timo Meyer uh, and even Eric Carlson, for that matter, with the Sharks. And we don't know what's going to happen with Kane. So can't really, I would be cautious to leave, you know, looking with tying him up with points and different things like that, especially you're talking about same game parlays because you don't want to have a four leg parlay and you have Kane tied and all of a sudden he's out of the lineup. Now it's down to three or, or they just void it all together. So just, you know, keep abreast on what's going on with Twitter. I'll be retweeting and posting stuff throughout the day and uh, just, you know, waiting to see what happens with the Hawks morning skate and also just uh, see what happens with news, you know, throughout the day. So this is a no bet until I get way more information solidified. And maybe this will be a game I jump in for live. I certainly will be watching the game. So maybe a live wagering kind of game. But there's a lot of things that could happen between now and puck drop. All right, there we go. A lot, definitely, it's a, that's a great point about everything that's going on with uh, Chicago right now because we thought, hey, the Rangers, uh, you know what the story is about Kane? We'll talk about this briefly. Um, we thought it was done. Any chance of Kane going to the Rangers once they got Tarasenko? We thought they had moved yeah. on. It was just they weren't going to agree to a deal. But apparently Kane has been adamant with 
Kyle Davidson and the brass with Chicago that that's where I want to go. This is where I want to be. Make it happen. I don't care what you have to do. Try to make this work. Try to get me in the Big Apple. Try to get me to the New York Rangers. That's where I still want to be. And they have worked overtime. They have heeded Patrick Kane's request. And they are working overtime to make this happen and make it set it up so that the money fits, the financials fit, and they can make a third team in, maybe take some of the salary off their hands. Who knows? But make it work, and they're doing everything they can to make it work. And now it's all of a sudden, a week ago, it's dead him going to the Rangers. Now all of a sudden, it's looking like not only could it happen, it's looking like it is going to happen. Yeah. And now it's just a question of when. Uh, not it, it, so. it's, a, yeah, it's a question of when and it's a question of who's the third team involved and uh you know there's a, there's a couple of teams that you could probably choose from i mean there's, there's a lot of scenarios that you can you can throw out there especially but it's got to be a team that can pick up some salary so i would assume that would probably throw out minnesota since they've been assuming salary from literally everybody else in the league over the last couple of weeks but uh like i said it's just, it's just a lot of things so definitely want to keep your uh, ear to the ground and, and like i said follow twitter check out different things before betting on anything Chicago related right now, because it seems like a moves imminent and it seems like it's going to be pretty big. And we're just waiting on now what, uh, what's going to happen with this third team. Yeah, definitely. So it looks like, again, Patrick Kane is about to be a New York Ranger. It's just a question of when uh, and how that trade will end up getting uh, finalized. Uh, all right. What do you think here in this one, uh, Kevin with uh, Blackhawks sharks? Yeah, I'm in the same uh, boat as Alex. I got the, the hands off on this game. Um, just because basically it, what if Kane's in the lineup or not makes such a big difference here. Um, that that price, you know, the way Chicago's been winning some games, uh, if I was going to play a line, it would be Chicago money line if Kane's in the lineup. If, if he's not in it, I'm not touching it. And same with thing, I like those those Max Domi finds you had there, Ian. But, uh, yeah, both on is over. Like his, his line's only 1.5, and for him to get a point as well, um, but again, that's all, that's all, all linked to whether Kane's playing, um, the last week, if you are, have been playing Kane overs, you know, even been killing, even, even on the anytime point, um, although that value to pay the price for any time point is really skyrocketed. Now I, I just looked at, at this game and it's almost not even uh, a value in this game. Um, but yeah, this is one I had circled where I, I wasn't touching it until I heard whether, uh, Kane's playing, if he is playing. And I like the Max Domi's uh, over and his anytime point. And I like the the value of Chicago to win the game. But uh, that's, that's one I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the last minute to do anything on this one. There you go. Exactly. It's a good, a good piece of advice. Maybe wait for uh, lineups to be confirmed before getting involved in this game. Great stuff. What a show. What a card as usual on a Saturday. Uh, thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys. Just $10 a month. Make sure you subscribe there. Daily Ice Guys Show betting card, goalie charts, totals charts, power ratings, bonus video content, and more. Broadcaster rankings are up there from earlier this week, posted on Thursday. we got Nikita Kaszurski, former pro hockey player. We're doing a video piece with him recording it this week, and that'll be posted soon on Patreon. So looking forward to that. All that and more, patreon.com slash iceguys, just $10 a month. And we, of course, also want to remind you about our next live betcast. It's Tuesday night. Uh, we're looking forward to it. February 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern time, live betting and commentary. Alex, me, anybody of our viewers and listeners wants to join us. 
Drinking is encouraged. It's a bar and a pub atmosphere. That's what makes the BetCast so much fucking fun. Uh, enjoyable live betting, just watching the games. Uh, and we were really rolling with the live bets in the latter stages of the last BetCast. We yeah. had some big winners. Draw with Vancouver, Nashville, Edmonton. They came back to beat Philadelphia. Uh, it was a great result with our live bets later in that BetCast last Tuesday. Let's hope for an encore this Tuesday. Make sure you join us. DM me on Twitter at Bobano or email Bobano350 at gmail.com to request a spot on the BetCast Tuesday night. Don't you dare miss it. Also want to mention, too, the Ice Gas store. Three more days left, 15% off everything. We've also marked uh, down. We've taken a couple dollars off of the caps and the shirts as well. So definitely go on and get some merch, help support the podcast. Check out iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Yeah, we're in trouble with McDavid over shots, and Edmonton is just in trouble in general. Uh, down 3 nothing. Uh, this this is this is definitely file it away for future reference type shit. Because now this is twice, like the Montreal game as well, uh, earlier this season. These real early games on the road. No, no, no. You don't want Edmonton in these spots. No matter who they're playing, uh, we're finding that out uh, right now. Uh, No question. That was my concern all along. Uh, All right. We've got best bets coming up to wrap up the show in just a moment. We'll get to that right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, our good friends at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, courtesy of the Ice Guys. Get 20% off of any purchase and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ice guys that's promo code ice guys all one word i-c-e-g-u-y-s at manscaped.com if my math is correct that's about 400 million balls that you can help preserve with manscaped.com using the promo code ice guys you get the performance package 4.0 it is a game changer the lawnmower 4.0 it takes care of this among other things Uh, it'll keep you uh, trim uh, as can be uh, the lawnmower 4.0 waterproof same thing with the weed whacker which takes care of your ear hair nose hair i mean nose hair in particular you know i'm getting up there in age and nose hair is becoming uh, definitely more of an issue this will take care of it it feels like someone's tickling the inside of your nostrils sometimes it pisses the hell out of me it bothers me i need to take care of that shit this will take care of it for you the weed whacker uh, make uh, part of the package that you get with your Manscaped purchase and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. You also get the ball toner. You also get the ball deodorant, keep you uh, smelling good and looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions. This package is really going to make you feel good and and look good and look better. Slim, trim, that's what it's all about, and Manscaped.com can help you out with that. So make sure you take advantage of this. Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use the promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we are back here on the Ice Guys, and it's time for Best Bets to wrap up another big Saturday edition of the show. Alex, we'll start with you. What do you like for Best Bet? Yeah, well, we'll head on out to the East Coast. 
with uh, Philadelphia, New Jersey, go first period over one and a half, minus 135. Uh, the Devils have been on a hot run, six in a row, 14 of their last 18 to the first period over. Uh, Samuel Harrison, he's been good in that, but, uh, you know, how long can this last? I think this Devils team might be able to press him a little bit early. So let's go with Philly and Jersey, first period over one and a half. It's my best bet for Saturday night. All right, there you go. First period over one and a half. Flyers, Devils, best bet for Alex B. Smith. Uh, Kevin Beach, another great job on this Saturday show. Great always having you on Saturdays. What do you think here for your best bet today? Yeah, I'm headed to the Bruins and Canucks. I got JT Miller over 2.5. He's hit it seven straight, and it's paying almost even money. It's a guy who's uh, stepped up here with Tockett, coaching him, and then uh, Horvat out of the lineup as well. So. Him and uh, Pedersen have been on fire, but JT Miller has uh, really stepped up and uh, been firing the puck. So I'm going JT Miller. I like the value back on it. He's hit it seven straight, over 2.5 shots for me. There you go. JT, I love it. That's one of my favorite props today, that and Jarvis uh, for for uh, Carolina. Uh, and there's a bunch of others too, but that's one of the top, like I would say, five-player prop shots on goal player props for me here. Uh, JT Miller over two and a half shots on goal for Vancouver. Best bet for Kevin Beach. My best bet, I'm going to go to that late game, Calgary and Colorado. Um, I almost made Michael Backlund point a best bet, but I'm going to go over six minus 120 with uh, Flames and Avs. I think we're going to see goals in that game. Uh, it'll be either a tired Georgiev on a back-to-back, or it'll be Ananen, who's still a very young goalie, you know, hasn't started a lot in the NHL level. you got Markstrom at the other end. You've got opportunities for both teams to find the back of the net. Colorado has scored 11 goals in the last two games combined. They're obviously in good form offensively. Calgary's trended over. Six of the last seven Flames games have gone over the total. So uh, Flames, Avs, over six, minus 120. Uh, that'll be the best bet for me for this Saturday uh, NHL card. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Alex. Oh, I got some breaking news. So Sam Lafferty being scratched tonight for trade-related reasons. That has been announced. Uh, but also, as of right now, no, no sighting of Patrick Kane for a morning's game. That tells you maybe doesn't play. Yep, there you go. So that's right. But that trade's so close to maybe happening. Yeah, so pump the brakes on anything Domi and Kane that I just said a few minutes ago. Yeah. And that'll impact Domi in a bad way with not having Kane on the ice if uh, Kane doesn't play tonight. So keep an eye on that right up to puck drop in San Jose tonight for sure. Great show. Thank you to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Alex B. Smith, our Saturday guest, Kevin Beach, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. Uh, and we'll see you again tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. 